How's it going, everyone? And welcome to the Career Exchange Podcast presented by Devacore. If you're looking to change careers, if you don't love going to work every day, you're looking to do something new, um, Devacore has services for you, whether it's career coaching, you know, you need a new resume, want to update your LinkedIn profile, we have you covered. So you can go to devacore.com or email us at info at devacore.com. And on the show today, we have fitness uh, guru extraordinaire, Matt Lee, on the podcast. I've been waiting to do this. I was telling him before the show started. I've been waiting for this episode um, since we we started this. Matt is based out of the uh, New Jersey area, South Jersey, right by Philadelphia, and is a fitness coach um, and a, a great one at that. Um, so I'm really excited to talk to him about his transition from the the industry of you know pay per click advertising um, and marketing to what he's doing now. So you know, first off, Matt, so excited to have you on the podcast, man. Yeah, John, it's it's a pleasure, man. Seriously, like I said, I I see what you're doing right now, and I, I thought the second that I saw you put this on your social media, I'm like, I would love to have the opportunity to be on here. And of course, when you reached out. I was I, I couldn't say no, man. I was so excited. So I really appreciate you taking the chance here. Yeah, hey, listen, dude. There, there's no chance to be taken. This is going to be a great <laughs> episode, and Matt Matt's going to have some great you know insight into what his journey was. Because one thing that we've learned is everybody has a different journey, but yep. there's something that you could pick apart from each person's journey that kind of relates to where you're at. Um, so you know, I guess before we get started and you know, kind of dig deep into everything, let's. Talk about maybe one thing that, you know, even some of your best friends may not know about you. Oh, this is a good question, man. Um, one thing that some of my best friends may not know about me. Oof. Dude, this is a good one. This is a good one. I feel like I feel like I'm a pretty common guy. So I feel like a lot of people know a lot of things about me here. Um, but honestly, I, I would say, and again, I feel like a few of my best friends might not know this, but dude, I love like fruity, fruity, tooty, sugary drinks, which is funny tied to the fitness side of things. I know they get a <laughs> yeah. bad label that like, Hey, you should not be consuming this much sugar, but dude, like bay breezes, rum punches are like my absolute go-to when I go out and about. It's crazy. Again, I get a lot of harp on that. Cause a lot of like, that's, Oh, it's a, it's a girl's drink. It's a girl's drink. It's so many different colors. Love them, bro. Like I can never go wrong with a good bay breeze, you know, at dinner. And a happy hour. So I, I want to go with that for my little bit of an icebreaker. <laughs> man, man, I'll tell you, I hate the people that are like, oh, you like girly drinks. I'm the same way, dude. If it tastes good. Dude, and why not? Like, you know, like, what, what's the problem? And yep. I don't have to drink like stuff just because, oh, you know, it's, you know, you drink this bourbon, drink this, which is fine. Yep. But like, man, if I want a strawberry daiquiri when I'm down in Florida, oh, I'm going to have a strawberry daiquiri. Dude. Miami I mean, Vice, bro. Like I found, I, I discovered a Miami Vice this year, which I didn't know what that was, but it's like the mix between a pina colada and a strawberry daiquiri. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the game changing combination right here, <laughs> dude. I'll never forget. So a couple of years, quick sidebar. So we have a mutual friend, uh, Jonathan. So Jonathan, if you're listening, you're getting your shout out six episodes <laughs> in. So you know, congratulations. But a couple of years ago, me, him, and a couple other people, we were down in Miami and we discovered the Miami Vice drink. Yep. And let me tell you. I had one drink that entire vacation and I just had a ton of it. And that yep. was the Miami Vice. That was the one of the best drinks I've ever had. Yeah, you can't go wrong, man. Like the beautiful thing about the Miami Vice is it's not going to give you a hangover. It might give you a headache just because it's that much sugar. Yeah. But like, dude, it's refreshing. 
it's 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 easy to go down and like i said like you're just going to be amped up all night just because it's it's got a lot of sugar in it so you're gonna have a crash eventually but dude it's you can't go wrong man like you just cannot go wrong with the man yeah before the crash though you're having the time of your life so that's dude, you know 100%. that's what matters listen if you're, if you're gonna if you're gonna go you know out and you know drink and you know go you gotta go hard or go home i mean yep. and that and that's what you do yep. but uh so awesome. So Matt, talk to us a little bit about, you know, your career, you know, getting out of college, you know, working as a paid search coordinator. Tell us, you know, kind of about your, your journey there. What made you get into that originally? And, you know, what was that like for you? Yeah, no, 100%. So when, when I graduated college, I'll be honest with you, John, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I graduated college with a, um, a double major in marketing and entrepreneurial studies. And I, I'll be honest with you, man, I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do in life. I, I, you know, I applied for every single job that I possibly could find, like local to my area. It was a sales role. It was X, Y, and Z. I was all over the place. And um, I, I had a Mustang, like the the vehicle at the time. And um, I, I was training at a gym in Delaware. And the other gentleman in that gym had a really nice Mustang as well that was training there. And him and I, of course, started talking as he drove a Mustang. I drove a Mustang. And long story short, he was like, hey, I work at this company called Turn 5, and we actually work with like Mustangs and make aftermarket car parts for Mustangs. And I was like, ah, this sounds pretty cool. Like, you know, they're making, you know, I, I like my car. I, I wasn't a big car guy, but I like my car. And um, it sounds like something that, you know, might be interesting. So he was like, hey, we have a lot of in potential internships if you're, you know, potentially interested in pursuing this. So I went on the website. I saw that they had a few things for marketing. And of course, like I had no idea what paid search was at the time. Um, I was like, all right, it's in the marketing category. So I'm sure I could pick up on this pretty quickly. So, you know, just being out of college, this was like that next step. Um, and I applied and of course, you know, I got the interview, everything looked out pretty well. I, I guess I did pretty well because they offered me the internship there. Um, so it was a three month long internship and about halfway through a job opportunity popped up for that same role. Um, so I was like, all right, because luckily for me, this all kind of fell together, which was again, incredible. Um, but the man that was managing me, he left. So he went to go pursue another role elsewhere. So a coordinator position opened up in that role for myself. And it was, again, it was perfect, right? It was exactly what I was doing. So it was a very easy job for me to land. Again, I interviewed again. Um, it was pretty much a shoe in just because, again, I, I knew all their systems. I knew exactly what this, you know, kind of role entailed. Um, so that job opportunity presented itself to me. So I was able to, of course, hop on that from that internship role. Um, and that was pretty much it, man. Again, I stayed in that, I stayed in that position for, for three years. Um, I, I really enjoyed the company. It was a great, I would say younger company, you know, the atmosphere in there was, it was an absolute blast. Um, it was pretty much like sub sanctioned from Google. So there was a lot of, it, it was a great atmosphere, man. They had a bowling alley, they had a freaking, you know, driving range in there. It was awesome. Like I really enjoy myself and my time in there. Um, but all throughout that time, I knew that there was more to life, right? And again, just more that I could be doing for myself. Because I was, of course, as you know, I was very driven by the fitness side of things. Um, so I was able to, of course, you know, pursue that throughout that time as well. But again, man, it was a great opportunity being able to get my feet into the into the door there at turn five. And, you know, I'm forever blessed to be able to, of course, be a part of that company and, and be able to be in that role. So now, obviously, you know, fitness was a big part of your life. Um when did the idea of, you know, I can kind of take this passion and monetize it? When did that idea kind of get planted into your mind? Was this something that was, you know, you, you've always thought about starting a company, uh, you know, especially a fitness company? Or when did that thought process start to, you know, kind of get get to you? Yeah, great question. So 
throughout college, I started building up my social media um, just because it was, I, again, I, I loved everything about the fitness side of things. I was always, you know, very driven in the gym. I was always very driven about like competing just because I, I did go forward with bodybuilding for many years. And um, it, it really came down to my my junior and senior year of college. I started documenting my my journey for these bodybuilding shows that I were doing was I was doing on social media. And as I was documenting my journey, I had a lot of people because I was on Instagram, I was on Facebook, and I was on YouTube. And YouTube was like the catalyst for me in regards to a lot of people kind of reaching out, like a lot of people following me, which is just crazy to you know think about. Um, but people were reaching out all the time for advice and for like workouts and for diets and just you know just again, just overall support. Like, Hey, I see what you're doing. I think it's awesome. Like, you know, I would love to like, you know, be a part of this all. And I, I realized I'm like, we have an opportunity here. Like there's, there's a lot of people, we're gaining a lot of traction. We're building a great foundation off of me just documenting my life. Like there was nothing special about it. I was like, Hey, you know, I, I'm losing weight to compete in this bodybuilding show. Like I'm showing you guys the ropes. Like here's what my workouts look like. Here's what my diet looks like. Here's what my everyday life looks like. I was just vlogging, literally just vlogging my life. And we were just getting so much traction. And again, we had a lot of people reaching out. So I started helping people for free. And this was absolutely like, again, I look back to like what really kind of built a great foundation. It was, it was this time. I literally helped people for free for two years. I was like, Hey, listen, I don't know a lot about this space. You know, I don't know exactly how to, you know, help you towards your fitness goals. I know I'd help myself towards my fitness goals, but I don't know how to help you directly. Cause again, every, as you know, cause you were, you know, you worked with me for some time. Everyone's different, right? So that was what I learned. I did everyone for free. I built everyone workouts, a, a macro-based nutrition plan to follow. And I learned about this process of being able to help each and every you know individual towards their fitness goals. And again, customizing everything towards that individual. Um, so that's when I kind of realized throughout this two-year period of kind of helping people for free. And like, hey, you know, I, I, I truly am fulfilled by this. You know, I, I love every single second of being able to, of course, help someone towards their best life, best quality of life, whatever that looks like for them. And um, I realized I'm like, we can, you know, we can make an opportunity from this. We can actually, you know, make some money from this. Right. Um, so that's when I really buckled down, man, and kind of started to build these systems and kind of put this business kind of plan into play um, to really make a run with this all. So that's, that's awesome. And I, I think that, you know, whether it's nutrition or fitness or like in my case, my first, you know, kind of side business out of college was working my full-time job but I was also building websites for people, you know, and, you know, I didn't really charge some people. Like I, for my friends were like, Hey, I need help like editing my website or I need help building a website. I would just help them out for free, you know, not because I was looking to get anything out of it. Like them, but like, you know, it's good. A practice. You kind of get to learn different people's styles. And like, while this wasn't my goal, it opened doors networking wise, right? Because yep. if you do good for people, people are going to pay you back whether you ask them for it or not. Yep. 100%. Um, so if you're if you're looking to build a skill, or maybe you're, you know, in the case of a website builder, you're like, I, I have a little bit of experience, want to build my portfolio a little bit. It's a great strategy. It's not forever, obviously, because eventually right. you, you have to make a living, but it's a great foot in the door. It's great, you know, experience building. I yep. think that's, you know, very valuable information that, that Matt just yep. provided. So and again, like, John, you hit the nail on the head there. Cause like that, like that was, like I said, the foundational piece, because I got to meet so many people. I got to network with so many people. Cause who's not going to, who's, who's going to turn down free, right? Like if it's free, it's for me. We got so many people in the door just because I did free services. And from that, 
we were able to build up a referral program just because like, again, everyone was like, Hey, this kid's legit. He knows what he's doing. He's produced me great results. And it was all free at that point. So we were able to build up such a large book from just helping people for free for those two years that it, once we started putting a price tag on some things, it just, it just took off. Like it just really slingshotted us forward. So for sure. really the nail on the head there. And so you were kind of building that business on the side while you were working full time. What kind of gave you the nudge to be like, you know what? I think this is the right time to jump ship and, you know, really grab my company, you know, the bull by the horn, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, great question. So I, I had a number in my head. I was like, I, so I, all the money that I was making from Matley Fit at the time, which was my business name. I was just putting aside, of course, I was reinvesting that money back into the business, but the majority of that money I was just putting, putting into my savings. I was like, Hey, I'm not going to touch this money just because the money I was making from turn five at the time, I was like, I, I was able to, of course, live, you know, live the life that I want to live on, on, you know, what I was bringing in every single month. So my goal for myself to where I was able to kind of be like, Hey, I feel good about taking this jump, taking this leap was when I was able to have three to four months of making Matley fit money match what I was making at turn five. So I was like, hey, listen, I know for a fact that I was able to sustain myself on what I was making every single month at turn five. If I can match that, if not, of course, bring in a little bit extra, you know, from Matley Fit, I know for a fact I'm going to be A-OK. Because again, I was living on two salaries while I was building this business. I had the turn five salary coming in and also the Matley Fit salary coming in. So the beautiful thing is I was able to build up a good savings during this time. So when I got to that fourth month of, and again, John, I was very cautious about this. I was scared. Like, it, it, dude, it's a big jump, man. So For I sure. was like, you know, I hit month one. I was like, all right, cool. I just matched salaries. I'm like, all right, this is getting a little weird. Month two happened. I was like, all right, we matched salaries again. This is pretty crazy. Month three happened. I was making a little bit more of Matley Fit than I was making at like at my job. And I was like, holy crap. You know, I was halfway through month four and I was like, I guess I should put in my two week notice. <laughs> like, dude, it was, I went into that, I went into that meeting with my manager. I'll never forget this man. Like I was like literally shaking. Like I will never forget this conversation with her just because I was petrified, dude. Like I was absolutely petrified. I was like, I'm leaving a steady and stable income, you know, a job to, to take a chance on myself. I was, but the cool thing was, I was like, I knew in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm young. You know, if, if this doesn't work out, you know, there's going to be all their alternatives out there. Um, but that fourth month came, man. Like I said, I, I was making more doing what I was doing, you know, with Matley Fit than I was, you know, in the business. And I, you know, luckily enough, I, I had a good savings aside just in case, you know, things didn't work out. We had some, of course, wiggle room to work with. Um, but that for me, like I said, financially was, that was my target. I was like, again, if I was able to match those salaries for quite some time, I was like, I know I can, I know I can live on this, you know, what I was bringing in every single month through, through the business of, of the course, the fitness side of things. That's awesome. And yeah, it, it's super important out there. Like, listen, you're not going to go from one day working, you know, your nine to five or whatever have you. And then the very next day going full bore at your company, you have to kind of build it you know, simultaneously. It's going to yep. require you working nights. It's going to require you working weekends, but anything worth it is worth that extra time, that extra struggle. And when it finally pays off and Matt, I, you can tell everybody, how great of a feeling was it to be like, man, I control my own destiny here. Like this is, this is what I've dreamed of. And now, you know, it's a reality. It's here. I'm doing it full yeah. time. Dude, there's, there's nothing like it, man. There, there's absolutely nothing like it. And like, I literally, I have a tattoo on my forearm. I don't know if you can see it, but it's another day in paradise. Like I told myself when I like, when I left my job and went full time with this, like I was going to get this tattoo just because again, it, it, every day that I wake up, it literally is a day of paradise. Like again, 
John, like I work more now than I did any day when I was working for my bosses at turn five. For like, sure. But the yep. thing is like, again, I love every single second of it, man. Like there's, there's nothing like it. I wake up every single day. And again, it's a lot of hard work and it is scary just because you never know exactly what's going to happen. There's a lot of growing pains that come with, you know, building a business, but dude, there's nothing like it, man. Just having that fulfillment every single day, like waking up, doing what you're passionate about. It's, it, 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 it truly is indescribable, man. Truly. Yeah. is. Cause it's not, it's not work. It's paying the bills, but it's, it's fun for you. I mean, and that's that you hear it all the time from entrepreneurs that are like, you know, there's nothing that, you know, if you want to scare a room full of entrepreneurs, tell them nine to five and then everybody (laughs) will be horrified. Like, but like, and you end up working more hours, like Matt said, but it's stuff that you love. It's your passion. So like, it it doesn't feel like pulling teeth. Like, obviously there's going to be things that are, you know, I don't really want to, you know, do this or that for me. Like I hate going through analytics, um, you know, financial analytics and stuff like that. Like it's not where, you know, I, where I enjoy, but yep. like being able to market my company, you know, cause marketing is my background as well as Matt's like, that's like the part that really excites me. And, yep. you know, yeah, it, it's really the best feeling in the world. And I, I think it's really important that you, you kind of understand, uh, you know, you're not starting your own company to work less. You're going to work more, but it's going to be yeah. work that energizes <laughs> you and it's not going to drain you. So yeah. super no, important. Dude, I always laugh, man, because there's like that one like meme on Instagram I see all the time. It's like, all right, you work a nine to five, but when you take the t- chance for yourself and you work for yourself, like it's just like a million hours per week. And I'm like, that literally is the truth, dude. Like it's, it's, seven days a week. Like you're, you're always, you're always putting in the hours, man. But it's just like, it's what I enjoy. Like this is, I mean, I, it might be crazy to say that, but like, this is like, this is what I like. This is like my hobby. This, this is what I love to do. Right. I love being able to put in the hours. I love being able to, of course, help individuals towards their, a better quality of life through like health and fitness. But dude, it, it, it really is like you mentioned too, man. Like it, it's awesome to have that control. It's awesome to be able to have that freedom too. That comes with, you know, being your own boss and being able to have your own business. But it's a blessing man it really is money isn't the only currency time and happiness is currency as well guys and it's super super important that you you know you kind of remember that as you go through your career journey so matt tell us about some of the the biggest challenges early on for you you know kind of making that transition um you know you so you know you you leave your full-time job you're you're doing this you have a nice four-month period where you're you know you're making comparable income what were the challenges you know initially after making that jump so immediately we got hit by covid so i left my job in february of 2020 2020 february 2020 the next month the gym shut down so again and again the grocery store started losing started losing supply so if you just kind of a little bit of a background so I build people workouts, right? Whether they be gym or home-based, but the majority of my clients train in the gym. And we also build nutrition plans that are going to be, of course, involving groceries. COVID came through right away, like literally within like three weeks of me being full-time for myself. And I was like, holy crap. I was like talking now, now she's my wife, but I was like, I might have to get another job. Like I might have to get a part-time job. Like this is terrible. This is terrible timing. Again, the total is unexpected. Um, but COVID came through and like, John, like I literally remember like when I was getting text message, because the majority of my clients are from Jersey and Philly. So when PA gyms closed first, I'll never forget this. I was getting all these text messages. And of course, I was watching the news. I was getting all these text messages from these clients like, hey, my gym closed down. Hey, I can't find chicken. Hey, I can't find eggs. Hey, I can't find this in the grocery store. I literally was up to like four o'clock that day, like that morning, 
building out home workouts for people. I was filming everything in my living room. Dude, it was just like just adapting to, of course, the time. But that was a huge, huge, huge challenge that I had to come, you know, overcome. And I kind of told myself too, and like I use it as a motivational kind of piece. I was like, hey, if I'm able to come, you know, overcome this, overcome a freaking pandemic that is closing down gyms and, you know, screwing up the supply chain when it came to the grocery store situation, which is two huge pieces of the business. I'm like, we're going to be able to survive anything. So that was a huge, huge, huge growing pain for me out of the gate. Because again, I, I was out of my job for three weeks doing this. And of course, this kind of came through. So that was the big piece. But other than that too, John, it's just like learning other areas of the business, right? In regards to like scaling, just because again, I was a one man team. So I was working with 189 clients myself, just again, full on myself, taking on everybody. Um, and I realized like I was literally the bottleneck to all business growth, just because at that point in time, I couldn't take on a single individual. Like I was just like completely capped and I was like, all right, well, this is great. Like, I, I love what we're bringing in, you know, income wise every single month. But like, again, like you kind of mentioned, like, like to me, like impact over income, I want to be able to make impact. I want to be able to help more people. So I was kind of that bottleneck because I wasn't able to do that because I was capped. So scaling the business, hiring people, trusting other people to do their job, to be able to help me kind of grow the business. That was huge, man. I'm still working on that just because we're still hiring other coaches. We're still bringing on other people to handle the financials, to be able to handle more overhead stuff. Um, so that's been, that's been a huge transitional period for me to kind of, you know, let that trust out for other individuals to do their job, to kind of help me continue to grow and be able to make more impact, uh, for those individuals has been, again, still is a huge, huge piece that I'm still working through right now. So yeah. it's, it's pretty crazy, man. For, for, I know for me, delegating is not something that comes easy to me. Yeah. And like, and your industry in particular, you have to be able to delegate to grow and scale because like yep. you said, you're working with 180 plus people by yourself. It's just not sustainable. Yep. You're going to burn out. Yep. So how, like the delegation process, like, has that been tricky? I, I know That's just, it. you know, bringing people in, you know, by itself has, you know, its benefits and, you know, the you know, kind of the tricky nature to it. But as far as the delegation process, point of view you know what has that been like it's like you said man it, it's been tricky dude it's it, and it's honestly it's me trusting people because like you know for for six years of me building this business john it, it's been it's been my ways for everything like it's been how i build out the nutrition plans it's been how i built out all the workouts it's been how i done all the, our check-in process it's how i've done all like the back-end stuff right so when we started hiring other assistant coaches and other people like you know that handle the financials and of course like the back-end side of things it, it's me accepting the fact that I have to kind of loosen up a little bit and just trust people just because again, like I, I want to make sure like our individuals um, that we bring on as a team is going to be able to kind of back the vibe that I kind of have as an individual and how we want to kind of show up every single day for those that we work with. Uh, and it's been tough, man. Like it, it has been very difficult for me to kind of accept the fact like, Hey, you know, I'm no longer really in control. Like, of course I still oversee everything. Um, but you know, Mike and Andrew and Mariah and Taylor, like our coaches, right? They're all going to coach their clients the way that they, you know, want to show up for their clients every single day. And again, if they're getting their job done and they're doing a fantastic job, like great, like we're doing awesome. But it's also, like you said, Mike, you know, with this all, it, it's delegating in the fact that I have to trust these individuals. So that's been the biggest thing, man, is this trust. Cause I'm so, you know, type A when it comes to like how things should get done. You know, I'm very OCD on how, how things should look and, you know, present themselves just because, again, we want to make sure we have a very high quality product for our clients. And um, it, it, it's funny just because like these little details don't necessarily always matter. But like 
if they misplace a period or if they don't have a quotation here or if they're like workouts look a little funky i'm like sitting there i'm like oh man i don't know about this but again at the end of the day they're doing a phenomenal job so it's just me having to trust them has been has been the hardest part for me honestly what's one piece of advice that you would give the audience about you know they they have their side business um you know and they're they're continuing to grow it they're working full time what advice would you give them i guess about when to make that jump and then as a just overall aside you know about everything that we've talked about what's like the the best advice that you've ever received um you know helping you make that career transition so I, you got to be smart about it. Like that's, that's the best and biggest thing. And like, I, I'm very fortunate that my dad is very, very, I would say very smart about financials. He, he, again, is a, a true blessing in my life has really guided me in the best way possible when it comes to, of course, like the money man, man, management side of things. And he was definitely, again, like, you know, that voice of reason in my head, like, Hey, like once you get to this point and you're comfortable, you can take this jump. Right. In regards to, of course, like what you have available in your savings and also what you're bringing in every single month. Just because, again, like I, 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 of course, in this role, I've definitely known other entrepreneurs that have taken that jump, not at all prepared for it, but have made it work just because it was like, you know, make or break type of situation. And it was like, again, a true blessing for them. But you have to kind of analyze the situation that you're in and kind of see what position that you want to be in. Right. Just because, again, you know, I, I definitely am an individual that likes to, you know, I like to travel. I like to go out to eat. I, I know that I live a definitely a, a, a little bit of a higher end kind of lifestyle. Right. But that's, again, that, what I enjoy. So I was one of those things, I was like, I don't want to sacrifice that. So if I took this jump too early, you know, from my my, my regular job at turn five to go full time with Matt Lee Fit, and I had to sacrifice that, like, it, it just wouldn't have been enjoyable. I just feel like I would have been, you know, more struggling at that point in regards to where I was at. Um, so for me, like I said, it was just kind of being smart with my financials. Like, hey, like, I know for a fact that I can live comfortably on what I was bringing in every single month at turn five. I know for a fact that looking at my savings, I was like, all right, if I needed to struggle a little bit, I have some wiggle room here. So for me, that definitely was, again, that that awesome kind of breakpoint piece for us. Um, so again, if I had to give one piece of advice, it's to really analyze your overall lifestyle, kind of see what you can you know, live on, I would say, comfortably income-wise and what you're bringing in every single month. And once you get to that place, like I was able to do for three to four months, and again, it was a little scary, but still I was like, hey, I know for a fact that I can live on this amount. That's when I would best advise for you to be able to take that jump. So... That's, that's fantastic. And I, I think it's a point that I think gets lost for a lot of people of just knowing what your, your values are and knowing what you are, your limits are, so to speak. Like for me, you know, I find having a, a place to live that, you know, is maybe on the pricier side. Like that's something that I really like is a core thing for me. Something that makes me feel good, feel safe. Like, you know, we could we have saved a little bit of money by moving somewhere else that's not right kind of smack dab, like in the Philly area where we settle down? Sure. But like this is something that's like to our core, you know, something that gives us happiness. So if you're yeah. gonna be able to make this transition, you have to know what are those things that make you happy and give you meaning. And like it, it could be going out to eat. It could be, you know, having a nice car. Like it could be any of those things. And it's okay. Like people like will like be like, oh, well, stop going out to eat. Stop, you know, getting this these nice cars, like whatever. Like, do whatever makes you happy, but just know that, you know, kind of, all right, this is my thing. This is my area to splurge. Okay, I'm going to splurge there, but I'm going to be smart about all the other corners, you know, yep. 
So I, I think that's that's super, super important and something that I, I think a lot of people misunderstand. Um, but yeah, Matt, this is this has been great. And I, I think we've we've given people a lot of really great information. So, you know, again, thank you for your time. Do me a favor. What's a what's a call to action that we can give the audience? Uh, where can they find you? How can they follow you on social media? Kind of give us the rundown. So Instagram, it is at Mattley Fit, M-A-T-T-L-E-E-F-I-T is the uh, is the Instagram handle. And then if they're on Facebook, they can join our Facebook group. And that's a flexible dieting lifestyle group. We have a lot of stuff in there, free workouts, free nutrition advices, anything that kind of helps individuals, you know, achieve their overall health and fitness goal. So that's going to be probably the two channels that they can go towards. And what's your website? Website is mattleyfit.com. Same thing as the Instagram handle, but added .com on that bad boy. Let me tell you guys, Matt and I worked together, you know, for a good amount of time. And let me tell you, this guy knows his stuff. Not only does he know his stuff, but like he is one of the most genuine people that you will meet. Um, you know, in this industry or any industry, I couldn't recommend working with anybody as much as I could for for Matt. Um, and I got, I mean, I lost what, 30 pounds working with yeah, you. Man, you made, you made phenomenal progress. Phenomenal so like, progress. like he, he is unbelievable. So definitely, you know, hit him up on Instagram, Facebook. Um, we'll put your, your social links and, uh, your website link in our, uh, you know, the bio of the, the podcast. I don't know why I just drew a blink on what that section was <laughs> called. It's been a, it's been a long day, but, uh, Matt, this was great. And, uh, you know, thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time.